out of the experience of having your wedding and your honeymoon with Disney? Do you guys have a favorite memory, either collectively or individually? Yes, I do. I and I hope it's okay, but it doesn't involve my husband. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to this week's episode of the DCL Duo podcast. And this evening, we are welcoming all the way from Minnesota, Debbie and Doug. Welcome, guys. Thank Thank you. you. (laughs) So Sam set up this particular episode, and it's going to be a bit of a Disney love story. Cute princess music and, you know, all of that fun Disney background stuff. Love story. (laughs) (laughs) Castles and fireworks. Debbie and Doug actually have a great Disney backstory, but also were married on a Disney cruise. And so we wanted to talk about that magic of all magic, a wedding at Disney and a wedding on Disney Cruise Line. So before we dive into the topic, though, we always like to start with our guests around what's your Disney background? And that might actually lead into some of the story here. So Sam, why don't, why don't you actually set this up for us a little bit and, and head into the Disney background? Sure. So Debbie and Doug, what we want you to tell us is, can you each give us a, a little bit of your Disney background? Let's start with you, Doug. I, I was just about to hand it over to my wife. <laughs> you know, growing up as a young person, the first memories, I think just a, a big move from where I was born in Albuquerque to central Washington was kind of like the, the largest explosion of my, my known memories. And in the 70s, as kids, we were just kind of free to do whatever we wanted. So, you know, largely animation was a big thing for me. So Disney cartoons became a really big favorite. But first memories, I was trying to think about my first Disney film that I'd seen in a theater, and it was it was The Jungle Book. And I think that's really where it started, you know, you know, really true characters that resonated with me, you know. I know that there were two family trips to Disneyland, but at the time, the first one, I was too young, apparently. This is the story I'm told because I have no memory of it. I was put in a, in a day car carrot at Knott's Berry Farm. So my brother, my older brother and sister got to enjoy Disneyland and I didn't really know anything about it until the second trip. And I was, you know, it was an eye opening thing for me. It was hard to get back there, you know, as an adult, but, you know, I, I managed to take my two children there. And, and since they're grown adults, I've managed to go there a lot more without them. You know? <laughs> I can't imagine not having that as a distraction for the, the real world in my life, you know? Yeah, totally get that. What about you, Debbie? So, yes, I've been a Disney fan all my life. It started when I was very, very young. My dad was a big Disney fan. So we had a lot of Disney-related plushies around the house. And we watched The Wonderful World of Disney every Sunday night. And my dad actually had planned a vacation for us. It was June of 1980. I was 10 years old. We drove down to California from Washington. And when we arrived there, I mean, we were so excited, all of us kids. You know, we talked about it. We we planned going there. You know, how could we sneak away and go on our own? You know, the, the <laughs> childhood fantasies. But anyway, this was a really big deal for my dad to take us on this vacation. And there was so much anticipation to it that when we actually arrived, we literally pulled into the parking lot. This is when the parking lot was out front where Disney California Adventure Park is today. And we all got out of the car and my two brothers were racing to the gate. They were so excited. And I just stood there at the car. I was just in awe, just staring 
sharing. You know, we were there and I couldn't believe it. And apparently I started sobbing, but I didn't. (laughs) My dad is walking, you know, to catch up with the the two boys that that just started running and realized I wasn't with the group. So he came back to me and he's like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And he gets down on one knee and he's like, baby girl, what's wrong? So I just said, I just can't believe we're here. (laughs) Oh my goodness. But that memory was just really great. We, my dad was a very stoic man, but on that particular trip, he was like a kid. And so just that started everything for me in terms of memories that Disneyland created. I didn't actually get back to Disneyland until I was an adult, but that first trip was enough to sustain me. And I have since been to Disneyland and Disney World combined 24 times. Doug has been to Disneyland 11 times and Disney World once. Eight of these trips I'm talking about, we've done together just in the last few years. Uh, So it is our home away from home. Oh, wonderful. And you guys are annual pass holders as well. Is that right? We are. We are, which is crazy living in Minnesota, but we just, it just felt right. Yeah. yeah. And, wait, and your AP is for, for Disneyland, right? Not Disney World. Right. Correct. I crunched the numbers loosely in my head. Our first visit after we were married and I was looking at the annual pass holder, the scope of it, I was kind of, you know, one more day of this and every every visit after that is free. Mm-hmm. It's a good excuse to just go. You know, we, it's, yeah. it's, it's already, you know, they're going <laughs> to welcome us every single time. It's amazing how comfortable that big white gloved hand can feel in your pocket, right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it is. <laughs> No, it's so true. And we, no, we, we have Walt Disney World APs and Disneyland APs. We were actually going to get a... Whatever they call it, the passport. Yeah, the Disney passport, which was for yeah. both parks. Yeah. Get into Club 33, I probably would. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Before we get to your DCL wedding story, I want to have you talk about your Disney-focused love story, because I think it's a really fun story. It's really cute. Both grew up in Washington, in central Washington. Why don't you guys tell us how you connected, or should I say reconnected? Sure. Our circles intersected widely in high school, so we knew who each other were. We went to the same high school, and but we never dated or anything like that. Yeah. So we we knew about each other. We knew who each other were. And as for the rest of it, Debbie tells the better story. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. Thank you, honey. So what happened was because we had the same friends in high school, obviously in adulthood, we've made those or kept some of, a lot of those same friends on Facebook. Now, I wasn't friends with Doug on Facebook, but our friends were connected together. So, and I noticed that every time he posted something, it was always very positive. And I thought, wow, I'd like to see more of that in my feed. So I went ahead and requested his friendship. This was a few years back, several years. Well, then it was in 2016, a girlfriend of mine from high school had posted a Disney meme on my timeline that was absolutely hilarious. You may have seen it. It's basically a meme of me on a date saying to someone, so do you like Disney movies? And then my date would be saying, isn't that just for kids? And I loved this meme. I laughed so hard. And I I said to my girlfriend, well, Doug saw this. And then his comment, and he was the first to comment on this meme. And he said, I'd meet that girl in the parking lot with three-day park hopper passes and plane tickets. (laughs) And when I saw that, I just, it struck me like, oh my God, he knows what a three-day park hopper pass is? What man knows that? And so I literally responded. This is the very first thing I ever wrote to Doug, complete stranger to me. And I wrote, I think I love you. (laughs) Of course, I was kidding. 
thing at the time, but that's what kicked it off. We literally started just commenting back and forth to each other and then moved that to private messaging. And then before you know it, we were texting and then we made a date for a first phone call. This just went on and on. And then finally, we decided that maybe we should meet in person. And so Doug came out to visit and and we fell in love. Oh, my goodness. That's kind of a whirlwind. Right? <laughs> it really was. I wasn't entirely convinced that Doug <laughs> was as big a Disney fan as I was. Oh. I thought, how can that possibly be? I honestly thought that he was placating me, that he was literally just pretending to love Disney as much as I do so that he could get in good graces with me and we could, you know, move forward with our romantic relationship. When we finally <laughs> fell in love and he eventually moved out here to Minnesota, that first Christmas we were unpacking, you know, his Christmas decorations, things that he had brought. And there, there were ornaments and, and decor and and box after box, I'm pulling out Disney item. This is Pluto and Mickey, <laughs> Mickey's clock shop. And I'm like, you really do love Disney. And he's like, what, Debbie? You know I love Disney. <laughs> Surprise. And I, but it, honestly, up until that moment, I <laughs> I thought he was just playing along. But uh, it turns have, out he really is a big fan. <laughs> I have not the capacity to lie. And these things I, I know, know, I, I know. hold dearest. I know true. now. So... <laughs> And and even since, you know, and that just continues to grow and grow. And I mean, honestly, there's not a Saturday or Sunday that goes by that we aren't playing a Disney game, putting together a Disney puzzle or, you know, we've got Disney music in the background if we're working on other things. I mean, it's really a part of our daily lives. Yeah, we just had to mute that before this call. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sound, st- sounds like us. <laughs> I'm, st- I'm staring at a puzzle of the stretching room on our on our table. And later today, we're going to be uh, probably building a haunted mansion Lego set. Remember <laughs> Halloween? So, yeah, yeah it, it's not. <laughs> It's not a Disney haunted mansion, but it's, yeah, it's, it's It's got uh, a tower of terror element to it. Yeah, it actually looks, yeah, exactly. It looks a little bit more like a tower of terror than the haunted mansion. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, But we're excited to start building that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's, I want to talk about your engagement story because I think this is another really cute and it's a, it's a obviously Disney focused engagement story. So Doug, why don't you tell us about it and how you planned it and what was sort of the thinking behind it? Right. So popping the question yeah no i i had thought i mean it was it was weighing heavily on my mind um especially after i moved here uh and so i visited ring shops i read articles and all you know i just really went deep on the thing and i just couldn't find anything you know in the way of a ring or you know i didn't want to compete with all the you know the people that are posting videos and these you know embarrassing proposals and i know that she's not about surprises like that there's nothing worse than things not be predictable and, and having you know a major surprise like that so i wasn't going to carry through that to to double on this on the tension and the stress in the moment you know I, I really wanted it to be as much for her as for me and we had this trip plan going to disneyland and you know i i looked around the parks and i you know i i managed to get away in in the jewelry cases and then just nothing really popped out at me there either but you know the months came along and we had another trip planned for you know our Halloween party. And that was, that it was going to have to happen. Mm -hmm. You know, it was going to have to happen in that late October trip. So yeah, I was at the parks and I, and I hadn't come with anything. I had, I'd resigned to the fact that, you know, while I'm there, the best icon I can find will, will find its way into my hands. And I, I did finally steal away some time and really take a deep dive into the jewelry stores and, you know, a, a ring that, you know, best showed itself to me and carried in that, that in my pocket for a uh, gosh, a day and a half. 
No, it was I'm, that night. Tell the story. I'm getting there. I, I got it the day before. <laughs> <laughs> I do the same thing to Brian, by the way. So I think this is hilarious. No, no. You tell the story, but tell it the way I'm thinking it. Let's go. <laughs> okay. Look, I, had, I, I, I must have gotten it early in the day then because it was in my pocket all day long. And we had we gotten on the monorail. We'd gone to Trader Sam's at the Disneyland Hotel. And, you know, we had drinks there and it was, it was getting a little later and we wanted to get back into the parks so that, you know, we could watch as the park turns dark, you know, it, it, it's a whole other thing. And, and But anyway, I'm, I you've got to go through security to get back on the monorail. You know, I, I made sure to get her ahead of me, but I didn't want her to get turned around to see this. Oh, to see the ring in the ring pocket. Yeah. Because you, kind of you have to empty out all your yeah. pockets. Right. And, I, and I don't carry anything. Yeah. I carry as little as possible in the park. So my cargo shorts are my bag. And so I, you know, I've, I've gotten that system down better, but that's a story for another podcast. But um, <laughs> everything is loose, basically, in, you know, in my pockets. And so I've got to put it all in that dish and, and run it through. And I, I made eye contact with the guy. And I said, he's gesturing, you know. You know don't spoil the surprise. Away. And, and, you know, he, he winked at me, got me through, and I was able to get everything back in my pockets before Debbie turned around because oh, the last God. thing I want her to, to know is that I'm carrying a ring around with me. But so I, I got through that, you know, and the night wears on and we're having such a good time. It's the end of the day. And I know about Debbie's tradition. She always, on, on the last night of her trips to the parks, she makes sure she gets to the wishing well in the grotto there. And I had decided that that's, that's where I'm going to do it. Cause I know she's going to want to make a wish before we go and, and getting through the castle and walk, walking through that path to the, to the well there, you know, we're putting our wishes in and, and she's got a long list of people she wishes for. And so, you know, we turn around to look at the seven dwarf statues and I put my arm around her and started to speak. And that is largely a blur to me, but I was <laughs> trying to, without being too self-deprecating, I was trying to express how, you know, how I, felt and how I wanted to be worthy of her. And before I knew it, I was on one knee asking if she would marry me. I can't actually remember how she responded. It was a delayed reaction. And and I said the first thing I said was, what is happening? (laughs) What is happening? (laughs) It was so out of the blue. I did not expect it. I did not. I, I, I don't think I'd ever had the courage to be so bold in my life about any anything you know i've i've been on stage i've performed for people i've talked to large groups and whatever but this was the most intimidating audience i've ever <laughs> oh, i ever put myself in front of and you know so all i got to say is that that wishing well really works yeah. <laughs> i do recommend making a wish there <laughs> So let's talk about your DCL wedding a little bit. Now, I understand this is your first and only Disney cruise, so there must be more planned in the future. But how did you guys decide that DCL, Disney Cruise Line, was going to be the location of your wedding? Yeah, especially since your sort of background feels like it's very much in the parks. Like what steered you toward the cruise line as opposed to maybe a Disney Parks wedding? Yeah. So basically what had happened was initially we were looking at different options 
options for places to get married. And we did entertain the parks. But when I started looking into that, a lot of the venues were really set up for much larger wedding parties. And we knew that we were going to have a rather intimate affair. And so it just didn't seem like a good fit in terms of the expense and, you know, just the venue size was just too large for our party. I thought it would be awkward. But anyway, when we were throwing these ideas around, it was a friend of ours from high school that you have had on your podcast before. Rainy had suggested, well, have you even thought about getting married on a Disney cruise? I didn't even know they did that. So <laughs> it was like, wow, well, I will, I will look into that. Well, then once we did look into it in terms of the venue size and the cost, and I mean, you can make it as big and crazy as you want, or you can really keep it very small and intimate. There's just a lot of freedom there. So that was very attractive because at that point, we did not know who would be able to travel in terms of our friends and family. Once we did the research and started looking at the cost of everything, it was actually more economical than had we had the wedding locally and just gotten married in a church and rented a reception hall or had it in a hotel or something of that nature. And plus it was Disney and it's a cruise. What? (laughs) This is amazing. Of course we have to do this. So, you know. How many guests are we talking about? And then how many guests ended up um, actually, you know, coming? We had initially, I was thinking probably no more than 20 people would would really seriously be considering it. And actually it turned out that we only had, it just even including the two of us, we had nine. Very, very intimate. And I, but that was much to my surprise because I, I really didn't think that anyone would go. I didn't think that we would have a lot of that, you know, interest because people got their own lives and yeah. dropping and everything. You know and- what? Truth be told, you guys, to be honest, we actually had a serious conversation about this. We were like, well, what if nobody came? I mean, like, what if we spent money and nobody came? We should do, that's why we, this has to be a marriage on a cruise because then we know we'll still have had a wonderful time, (laughs) even if nobody comes. So so once you made the decision to have the wedding on board, what was the process like with Disney Cruise Line? Much help did you get from the cruise line? How hard was it to find a cruise to do it on? You know, all those sorts of considerations. Yeah, even picking your itinerary. Well, in terms of the itinerary, we knew that we wanted to get married around the same time as an anniversary to when Doug had proposed. Definitely were gravitating towards that late October time frame. We definitely knew that we wanted to go somewhere warm and sunny and beach-like, so the Bahamas was very attractive. In terms of actually planning the ceremony and, and all that goes into that, Disney makes it very, very easy. So easy, in fact, that it's... I I highly recommend this for anyone who's considering it. There's a Disney Weddings website separate from the parks or cruise line sites, you know, other types of destinations that they would host. It just sort of walks you through, you know, the kinds of things that Disney can provide. And then you actually can download forms and make some choices. So what I'm talking about specifically are choices for the your cake, the flower arrangements, if you want a lot of flowers or if it's just for a bridal bouquet. In addition to that, then during your ceremony, there is also you have the luxury of having a pianist who plays music during your ceremony, you know, as you're walking in and as you're leaving and then your first dance and things of that nature. And so they uh, give you a list of songs that you can choose from. You can also request others. And if the pianist is familiar with those, you know, they will review your list and see if that's something that they can accommodate. But again, everything is really just uh, laid out 
in sort of a multiple choice form that you just check off. And then we fax that to a coordinator that works for the Disney weddings and they confirmed everything. And then they just sort of walked us through the process. And also we needed to get an out of state marriage license to be able to do this. But again, Disney walks you through that process and makes recommendations about who to contact in the state of Florida to make that happen. Oh, interesting. So technically your marriage license is a Florida license because that's where the ship is going out of? It's exactly. Yeah. Interesting. I wouldn't have thought that. I I didn't know what it would be, honestly. I know. Well, we neither did we. This was all yeah, this was all a surprise for us. In fact, another little tidbit for anyone who's considering a Disney Cruise Line wedding. Any wedding that takes place outside of the states on the open seas or on an island in the Bahamas is not considered legal in the United States. It wouldn't be recognized as, as a it would yeah. yeah. So in order to ensure that you are legally married, what they do is right as right before the boat leaves on sail day, while it's still docked. If you have a wedding planned for that particular cruise, you are whisked away into a special room (laughs) and you have to have witnesses. They can provide witnesses if you don't have them. But there is an official, it's an official uh, ceremony where we actually exchanged vows. And so we were legally married before the boat even left the dock. So you had two weddings is what you're saying. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. So, we, but what's really great about that is we get two wedding anniversaries too. Right. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Which day <laughs> so do you celebrate? celebrate? So when we we have our anniversary, it's like it's always a Disneyland trip, mm-hmm. and it's always several days long. So, so yeah, it's it was it was really great though how how Disney the fairy tale wedding site was able to to make all that work. I I, I didn't have a lot of direct hands on it. Debbie largely planned it, but uh, she made it look so effortless. I mean, if you compare it to any of our other Disney trips, this. From my point of view, it looked like the easiest thing. Even looking back from now, it looks like the easiest thing that that she had had to do. Yeah, because largely everything is is pretty much mapped out. They know what they're doing. And one of the most wonderful things that Disney does do, once you are on the cruise, you are also assigned a personal wedding coordinator and they will take care of you your needs, your party's needs, anybody who's involved in your wedding. You know, I had this huge dress that had traveled on the plane with me. And by the time we got it to, you know, on the boat, it was ready to be steamed again. It it had gotten pretty wrinkled. And, you know, she handled that. They handle all of that. I mean, and they, they think of things that I didn't even think of. And they anticipate needs that I didn't even know I would have. Because, you know, we're nervous and we're so wide eyed. You know, we've never done a cruise before. So, I mean, there's just so much input, you know, so much. We were just like there was just a lot to take in and Nikki our our wedding coordinator really just kept everything just running smoothly and she just took excellent care and then even before the wedding throughout she was calling on us to make sure that everybody was happy everybody had everything they needed if we had any questions I mean we just felt so catered to it was really amazing let me I just want to circle into a few choices. You mentioned cake and flowers and things like that, but I'm curious about, you know, venue. What, yeah. like, what what were the venues that were offered and how did you pick one? Any other sort of special extras? I've heard that, you know, sometimes they'll offer a dinner in Palo or things like that. So like what, what let's start with venue though. Like how did you land on where did you and where'd you end up having the ceremony and how'd you land on that? There are some choices and I'm, I'm, I'm glad we chose the one we did. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So there is a, I don't know what it's called, but it's, it's this beautiful room that's got these floor to ceiling windows and it overlooks the forward deck. So I, but I don't know what the room is called. I, I apologize. I which, don't know. Which, uh, which ship again were you the guys dream. on? The Dream. The Dream. Oh, so okay. We're in the Disney Dream. 
Yeah, it's it's like a, a big meeting room, but I mean, it's 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 a beautiful room. Uh, the double doors that, that lead into it. I mean, right when you open these doors, it's all windows to the forward of the ship. Yeah, you know? there's like these little crystal chandeliers and there's on either side of the room, there's these little indented alcove booths, you know, with tables and where they would put the cake and and, and the other one, they had the pianist. But, the, but the, you asked about the venues, the options. You could get married at Castaway Key. Yeah, um, so there was another option. You could choose to get married off the boat and on the beach at Castaway Key. And there are some. If you decide to do that, there are extras uh, that you can take advantage of, such as you know tiki torches and uh, and other kinds of decor. However, uh, we opted to be indoors because we didn't know what the weather would be like. And can you imagine uh, in your your best tuxedo or or wedding dress? Going to a sandy place, <laughs> or, or the humidity, even. Oh, oh sure. I was like, "There's no way." <laughs> I'm like, you know, we'll get divorced before we finish the wedding if <laughs> if, I, if I'm in that dress and it's <laughs> that humid. It was turned out to be a blessing that we did choose the indoor venue as our option because of the fact that, unfortunately, the weather did not cooperate. You know, we were going on the tail end of hurricane season. The seas had been pretty quiet, but unfortunately, during our cruise, the water just got a little too rough to be able to dock at Castaway Key. And so uh, we never were able to even see the island. So again, yes, we will be cruising in the future uh, so that we can someday experience that. There were a couple of others scheduled that same trip. And I, I think one of them had been scheduled at Castaway Key. So I really felt sorry for that so couple. So they probably had yeah. a wedding at sea. So, um, so I'm curious, maybe two key points that people think about with weddings is who, who officiated the wedding? Was it, was it the captain of the ship and, and photos? Did you guys have Disney photographers? We did have the option to ha- hire a Disney photographer. You also have the option to bring your own photographer, but they also must pay for a pull, full cruise package for themselves. We opted not to hire professional photography, given that our wedding party was very small and we had some amateur photographers in our wedding party. Um, did the I answer officiant all was, was provided. The officiant, yeah. It, it wasn't the captain, though, as, as I had imagined when we first started the process, but they had an officiant on board. I think they were an officer given her uniform. So uh, other question is, sir, what time of day was, well, I guess, which day was the ceremony? And then also I wanted to ask, was there like a, a meal as a part of this? Was there a sort of a reception as a part of this? Other than the ceremony part, what does the wedding on the ship kind of look like? So the wedding itself lasts about 30 minutes, and then you have an additional 30 minutes where you and your party can continue to stay within that special room that we talked about, the venue room, and enjoy cake and champagne. Afterwards, now there are options. I mean, you could rent space in other areas of the ship, I believe. You did want to have a private reception. Obviously, our party was very small, and we happened to be there for the Halloween on the high seas. So that was our reception. We went to a Halloween party uh, dressed as pirates. And we had a blast. So oh, we, so fun. It was pirate night for us. And, so, you know, And we chose a three-day cruise largely because we didn't know how well we would fare being our first cruise ever. I'm sure if there was a longer cruise involved, we would have had greater choices as for where our wedding was and when it was. This is how they do it. Yet generally on a three-day cruise, they allow for to reserve up to three weddings for that cruise. And it's the second day of, of well, it's the first official day of sailing. So we left Port Canaveral on the evening or the after, late afternoon of the 27th. And then our ceremony was on the very next afternoon, 4 p.m. on the 28th. 
and it's really a first come first serve. So if no one else, when by the t- when we had actually gone to reserve our wedding, we were the first couple, and so we actually chose a late afternoon. You know that way we just had more time in the day to you know primp and get ready and not feel rushed. And we feel like that was the best choice for us. Did they help with other sort of onboard stuff, or were there other onboard things that sort of came along with the wedding, or or just for example, uh, help with booking port adventures, or you know, dinner at Paulo or Remy, or you know, spa or, treatments, or, 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 or character? I wonder if or there's or were special there any, mar- character. Yeah, did, they, did they have any sort of character element to the wedding that you? Yeah, could, you could so have? Yeah. Uh, you can elect to purchase character elements. Uh, if you would like those as a part of your wedding, but there is a fee for that. And we opted not to do that. It was, I felt that was a little pricey, to be honest. We would have loved it if Mickey and Minnie had been able to join us. (laughs) We loved them in our photos. But in terms of assistance, so had we wanted to do any of that, port adventures and that, that sort of a thing, I'm sure that that would have been available just given the kind of service we received from our wedding coordinator, because she wasn't just helping us with things with regards to the wedding. She helped us with everything. You know, our our dining, she, you know, we even had someone in our party that needed to change their rotational breakfast and she arranged all of that so they could exit the ship on the day that we came came Uh back. And it was a long story. But so I assume that, yes, so anything like a a spa treatment and or a port adventure, I'm sure that the the coordinator would definitely be able to assist in in all of those. We did not take advantage of those things. We were pretty, pretty busy with our wedding plans. And we just felt like that was just probably too much to try and cram into the three days on top of a wedding. Right. So, well, especially because you were doing your wedding the day of at Nassau. So you probably weren't going to do a port adventure at Nassau. But I will say this, this is really exciting. So as a part of your wedding package, you do get dinner at Palo. They initially schedule your your Palo dinner um, the evening of your wedding, but you can call and make other arrangements if you want to change that out, which we did. Yeah, so, that's right. Yeah, because we had, there was the, the pirate night party. The, right. So we didn't want to miss pirate night. So, you know. Besides, that was our wedding, wedding reception, in my opinion. You know? Right. <laughs> right. Now, was the Apollo dinner, was it your whole party? Was it all nine of you? Was it just the two of you for a romantic dinner or how does that work? Oh, no, it's just the two of us. And that's that's part of the, the Disney, wedding package, the yeah. wedding package. That was really nice too, because it gave us a chance to be away from a lot of hustle and bustle and away from other people and just sort of soak it all in that we'd actually gotten married and cheers with a glass of wine and yeah. a nice dinner and... Yeah, no, it's wonderful. And that's also nice that you did it on the other night because then you got to have dinner with your with your guests on the night of your wedding. And so celebrating the reception with them oh, as well. We did, and we had it at the animator's oh. palette. That oh, was fun. Oh. That was fun, yeah. <laughs> I, I want to do the cruise again just for that. That was awesome. <laughs> now, when you had dinner at Animator's Palette, it was pirate night. Now, did they do the, pi- did they, what did they do in there? What, did you get to do some animation magic or? Oh, yes. Okay. Oh, All right. Yes. I didn't know if they did that when it was pirate night at the same time. So. So oh, yes. And, and every we our whole party was together and everyone dressed up in costumes. Some decided to do the pirate theme like Doug and I did, but some others just, you know, chose their own costume. But uh, oh, but I mean, the laughs we had and the we got a lot of attention from the. Oh, was it was it Crush? Oh, it was Crush. Not so not. And so animation magic is what there's this. I don't want to spoil it too much because the next time you go on the ship, you'll probably do it. But you kind of draw a picture and then your picture comes to life. So there's two different things that happen at Animator's oh, Palette. Okay, we, we didn't do that, but we did. 
Yeah. We saw them going on across the room. We had a, a, our table was was a big table with the nine of us around it, and it was just our party. So, and we were up against you know one of the video walls where Crush comes around and talks to you. And but you know the wait staff. I know we had our own server, of course, but there was more participation. Yeah, they made me talk whale to duck oh, like yeah. <laughs> or they wouldn't serve me a drink I think. <laughs> nice so it sounds like from your perspective the cruise was a, a fairly reasonable way to do a wedding at least a wet a destination wedding i should say and for people who are going to have a lot of family traveling or have a smaller wedding party it seems like the cruise is a decently economical way and i say decently because you're still paying disney premium for a cruise right so oh, absolutely it's not just a wedding you're getting a cruise Right, you're getting a vacation. So, I mean, it's, I mean, there is an extra cost, obviously, for the wedding package. But I felt, again, that compared to just planning a wedding non-Disney, it was actually less expensive and plus more frills and more excitement. Right. And, and the way they keep you connected on the ship, too, you know, when you have a party using the, you know, the phone app, even if your party is 20 or 50 deep, I don't, I, I don't care. It's, it's, it's really great that you're in one place. I can imagine at the parks, especially Disney World, trying to keep any part of your group together or get anything together over any length of time <laughs> be a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, one thing that I would love to mention about Disney weddings is the lavish gifts and the setup oh. that we oh. came to our stateroom every night. So when we first arrived, the gift that we received was this really neat Disney's Wedding and Honeymoons canvas beach bag with a huge, beautiful, thick beach towel. And then every night that w- on the day we got married, when we got back to our room, there were rose petals all over our bed and these towel swans, you know, kissing each other in a heart. And And they had not only a copy of our official marriage license, but then one that we could frame that was really beautifully done by Disney. So it's just kind of looks more magical and it's it's kind of a Disneyfied marriage license, if you will. Oh, cute. And there was a, uh, we also received a, a cake serving set, a silver serving set as a gift. And we had chocolate covered strawberries uh, waiting for us and a an iced bucket of uh, fairy tale cuvee, which is a, a sparkling celebratory beverage. And oh my gosh, I mean, it was just, I... I really felt like I was in a movie. And every night we came back, there yeah. was something new in our room, a gift or a card or flowers or something. There was something. It seems like every time we left the room, something new was there. Yeah, there was something. Yeah, like, every time we came back to our room, there was some magical something had happened. These are just extra surprises that they <laughs> provide along the way. And they, they delivered the top of our cake. And it's one thing it should be noted, I think, in a Disney wedding package, a cruise package. You're, they provide your wedding cake and you can't take it away from the ship either. So you Same with your flowers. So don't get too sentimentally attached to your bouquet, ladies. Just because of quarantine rules, you cannot take plants or food off the ship. So I just want to hit a couple of the the highlights from your your trip. What were some of the highlights of of stuff you guys were able to do outside of just the the wedding ceremony? Things you really enjoyed doing on the ship? Yeah. Yeah. So um, my favorite thing, well, we, we did see all three shows. 
shows that were offered for all three nights. So that was great. We had the late dining. So that way, that way we could go to the show early, then have dinner afterwards. And, and that just worked out best for our party. So that was really great. Additionally, one of my favorite things that we did, which is just minor, but myself and Doug and Doug's parents snuck away and we had champagne and a few drinks at the Pink Lounge. Oh, nice wine and champagne bar and there was a pianist playing old timey music and oh it was like jazz and oh it was just fantastic I really felt like I was in another world I just love that little lounge Uh, highly recommend so we did get to do some other things and I'm sure you wanted to well yeah I think well for me the highlight was just that you know uh, seeing my parents there and and seeing them have a good time and having a good time with them that was truly the highlight for me I hadn't traveled with my folks since I was a teenager so it was really a big deal there was so many amenities. I mean, yeah. if you think about, you know, what they do for people on a ship of, of that size to keep, you know, to keep you, you don't, you're not left wanting more. You're left wanting to be able to do everything. You know, one of the things we did before we uh, got married was it was earlier in the day. And, and I said, let's, we, we got to go do the aqueduct. We have- <laughs> I love it. We're not going to have looking forward. We're not going to have any time except for right now to go do this. And I think we we got a, a thing of ice cream on our way. And, and then the line wasn't long. The aqueduct was just getting opened up and we got in it. It really took the edge off. We got went from there. Well, I mean, this the is the tub. morning we're going to get married, relaxed. right? And instead of being nervous and jittery and, you know, here we are playing on the aqueduct yeah. and then we chilled in a hot tub and had a drink. Yeah. I mean, like, what? Like, who does that? That, that is how to plan a wedding. <laughs> I can't say it enough. If you're going to get married, do it on a Disney. Cruise. The real question is, did you play match or mate? Yeah, but I don't know. No, that didn't. was the thing that we did. We did try to go to that, but we were just too tired and we ended uh, up. Uh, okay. You would have been picked for sure. Well, that's the thing. There's just, there's just, you know, kind of almost too much to do. So I just wanted to ask you what you guys, so you guys were going to Disney World after, right? So um, what was, um, what was the, the trip, the honeymoon trip that, that you had planned for after the cruise? Funny that the cruise in, its, in and of itself wasn't the honeymoon as well. <laughs> right. Well, for us, I mean, we're we're all about the parks and the fun experience of that. I mean, I, I love going to the beaches as a kid. I, I really enjoy that. You know, the, the cruise was was the highlight, but honeymooning at Disney World, it was my first visit. You know, I was excited to get on the Disney Cruise Line bus from the airport. I thought that was cool. We did the, the thing on the ship. We got married and enjoyed that whole time. We got on another cruise line bus that delivered us to the Grand Floridian. Oh, nice. And that's, you know, that's where, you know, the, the real magic began for me. I, I'd never been to Disney World before. Yeah. How many days and which parks did you hit? So we we spent five days there and we hit all of them. So uh, what was really neat, too, is that Doug's parents were actually able to join us for the first three days. Oh, cool. So we got to, you know, share some time with Who them. Who takes your and parents on their honeymoon? I know. Right? <laughs> okay, but, you know Doug, I do. but Doug's parents are amazing. Okay. So we love them. And yeah, so the, and they were really great. They, you know, they had been there before, but I don't think they really had as much of an immersive experience at Disney World. But, but I think at the at the end of their visit, they were more enchanted by the experience than any, any time before that. My parents, I, you know... They were they were really lit up. I, I really enjoyed that experience with them at Disney World, and you know I, I wouldn't have done it differently. I, you know, I, it's it's fun. It, it's fun to think about, and the pictures pop up, and in my memories and stuff on Facebook or in my my Google Photos. Getting to the Grand Floridian, it was just as as much spoils as 
does the ship. Yes. You know? And, you know, we had when I did make the reservation to stay there, you know, I did indicate that we would be on our honeymoon. And so we did receive a little Disney magic, even in the parks throughout that entire five days that we were there. It was really neat. So we did have dinner one night at Cinderella's Royal Table and, and they gave us the prime table, you oh know, center window, right overlooking Fantasyland. Looking I mean, right just, at the carousel. Oh, my God. And not you know, off to one side, right in the center. Yeah, we were, up against we the were really treated very well. And, and what we didn't know was that when you run your magic band through to get on an uh, attraction, it pops up for the cast member that we're on our honeymoon. And so, so they are, you know, constantly say, oh, congratulations on your wedding. Congratulations on your honeymoon. And so there was lots of pixie dust being sprinkled on us throughout our, our experience. It was really amazing. All right. Well, I think we're going to move on to our rapid fire round. Yeah. Before we go there, we have to ask a nice question to wrap this all up. So I'm curious, what was your favorite memory out of the experience of having your wedding and your honeymoon with Disney. Do you guys have a favorite memory either collectively or individually? Yes, I do. I, and I hope it's okay, but it doesn't involve my husband. (laughs) I love you, honey. But the, the most magical moment that stands out in my mind the most, uh, it was the day of the ceremony and I was all dolled up in this incredible wedding dress, flowing white wedding dress. And the wedding coordinator was escorting me to this special private venue room where we were going to have the ceremony. And so she's walking me down the hall and we were in in the elevator and this little girl, just a darling little girl, probably four years old, she came running up to me, eyes wide and, you know, went to go hug me. Apparently she thought I was a princess. I was a princess and her father panicked like, oh my gosh, don't mess up her beautiful dressing. (laughs) You know, I don't remember the little girl's name, but he was like, honey, get away from her. And I was like, no, 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 it's okay. And she's like, but she's a princess. (laughs) And And you were. And, but you know, uh, then someone else on the elevator said, well, actually she's not a Disney princess. She's a real princess. (laughs) I don't know. It was just, but it was just the sweetest moment being taken for a Disney princess because I sure felt like one and I sure was being treated like one that day. So I don't know. I just found that to be really magical. And I get tears in my eyes whenever I think of that moment, silly enough. I don't know why that stands out. I <laughs> love that. So sweet. It is so sweet. What about you, honey? Well, for me, I, I've, I've stated it more than once. My my favorite memory is, I think, just having my parents there. You know, for, I'm, I'm not a young person. And to get married at this age and still have my parents around, you know, to, to be a part of that, that was, I think, the most memorable. Oh, that's so sweet. Oh, you know, and there was one other quick one. This was so neat. So we were all posing for a photograph and Doug and I were had, had our arms around each other. And then on the, the other side of Doug, his father, and then his mother was on, on my side. And Nikki, our coordinator, was taking a photograph for us. And she said, oh, look at that. And you gained a new family or, or something along those lines. I don't remember. And Doug's mom whispered in my ear, and I've got a new daughter oh and so i sweet. just started bawling so i didn't look very good in that photograph <laughs> <laughs> i was really touched by that so that was a very special memory for me you know what you've got us both crying here we're both oh, I love right this. now well we will see if we can't lighten the mood yeah. and head over to our rapid fire round. So this is the round of the show where we ask you about some of your Disney favorites. No rules in this round. So you can answer however you want. Uh, and we've had uh, plenty of guests answer 
however they've wanted. So <laughs> with that, I'm going to let I mean, Sam loves this part of the show. So I'm going to let her ask you the rapid fire question. So Sam, why don't you take it away? Yeah. OK, so we're going to start with your favorite Disney or Pixar character. Ooh, okay. As a little kid, definitely it was Baloo from Jungle Book. And as I grew up, I guess I probably more gravitate towards Mickey Minnie. If we're talking princesses, then it's got to be Princess Aurora. Okay. (laughs) Doug, what about you? Favorite Disney or Pixar character? Gorge, who's my favorite character? <laughs> you do a well, good thing. I, I am with Baloo. He's been a strong character in my life. I Even when my, my adult children were growing up watching Tailspin, I loved Baloo's character in, in that as the captain. I love Captain Hook. I'm kind of, you know, that, that leadership role stuff. But the greatest leader for me has always been Mickey, you know. Um, I love uh, Magic Mickey from Fantasmic. He will always be a, a favorite of mine. All right. So then let's move to your favorite Disney or Pixar movie. There's so many. Are you kidding? I, <laughs> yeah, that's a hard you one. You know, I, I'm a big Star Wars fan and and that's a pretty big franchise, but I think I love the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise. I could watch those over and over. What about you, Debbie? Favorite Disney or Pixar movie? Of all time, Sleeping Beauty. Favorite Disney song. Debbie, we'll start with you on this one. Okay. This is not fair. What? That's my whole life is a Disney soundtrack. <laughs> In recent years, what has become a fun favorite is Doug and I often will pull out microphones at a little karaoke machine, do a little Disney karaoke here mm-hmm. at the house. And our favorite song is uh, from Frozen. But yeah, they're not a couple. But they're not a couple. And he's such a mean guy. <laughs> oh, oh, we finish each other's sandwiches. Yeah, and we love singing that, but but he's so horrible. And it's <laughs> but we love that song. But I, I guess probably if I had to pick just one, uh, probably from Aladdin with Prince Ali. No, no. not Prince Ali. <laughs> <laughs> the, the I can show you the world, oh. a whole new world. Yeah, that one always gets me. All right, Doug. What about you? Favorite Disney song? Bare Necessities. Now, now I, you know, I, I do love the King Louis song and and the most recent Jungle Book portrayed by, uh, gosh, help me, Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken. That that really gets me because I'm I'm a Chris Walken fan. The next question is Disney World versus Disneyland. That's not a question. That's Disneyland. Ah. Yep. All right, both of you. You too, Debbie. Oh yeah. I, I mean, I know I'm not knocking Disney World at all. I love it. But I swear when I'm at Disneyland, I really feel Walt's presence. I feel like it's my home away from home. Mm-hmm. I, it just It's a different experience for me. And I I mean, obviously, both 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 destinations have so much to offer that, you know, one might have that the other one does not and vice versa. But my heart is in Disneyland. Favorite park. Now, this doesn't have to be at Disneyland, so but it could be Disneyland Park, California Adventure, Epcot, Hollywood Studios. Disneyland. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no brainer. What about you, Doug? I got to break this off. If I'm going out by myself, and I, I have done this, DCA is my go-to place by mm-hmm. myself, but mm-hmm. Disneyland, hands down, is the favorite. What is your bucket list Disney trip? Well, gosh, this is tough, but... I guess I've always wanted to see Disneyland Paris. I've always wanted to see Disneyland Shanghai. 
And I've always long dreamed of stepping inside Club 33. <laughs> oh, I've stepped in the lobby, but I have not been upstairs. So bucket list trip. Could it just be all the parks and then the trip ends at Disneyland in California with dinner at Club 33? Sure. I mean, this is, there's no rules. This is your fantasy. <laughs> what about you, Doug? What would be your bucket list Disney trip? So this, <laughs> Disneyland Paris is on the list. And I'm not going to qualify any of these with a particular order of importance. But Disneyland Paris is on the list. I do want to do the Panama Canal cruise. And if I had to to design my own Disney trip on this bucket list, it would be a cruise from the West Coast to Hawaii, Alani, and then back to the West Coast for a Disneyland. Um, Ooh, that sounds and, great. So oh, I'm in. Okay, so my last question, which is not, no, we're no longer in rapid fire, but what's next? What's your next Disney trip that you guys have planned? We, we've already missed one. We, we, yeah. I've. For, for Debbie's birthday, I gave her her Sweetheart's Night trip. I, so I gave her this trip, and our last, that was our last visit, was Sweetheart's Night. And we go on my birthday, and we go for Halloween. I don't know, Debbie, what do, you, do, you, do you have any idea? It's really yeah, up to her. So, yeah, so obviously we want to be safe, and we want to be careful, and we want to enjoy ourselves. So I'm not comfortable traveling right now, given the state of the world. But I think when things do, you know, when we're further out, you know, later in 2021, maybe 2022, definitely we'll be making up for lost time. So we will definitely be renewing our annual passes at Disneyland and we will be going probably more often than we ever went before. <laughs> so Making up for lost time. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. And and one of the things that we have planned actually is to travel with my cousin and his wife and their three boys. They have not seen Disney. They have not been to Disneyland. So uh, that was actually planned for this October. And unfortunately, obviously, those yeah. plans are now on hold indefinitely. But we're really excited to experience Disney through first timers eyes, you know, and through their kids. And I'm I'm really looking forward to that. So in terms of planning our next big trip, that that would be that one. We were even going to take a reconnaissance trip, you know, not just for my birthday, but something even closer to the to Halloween, just, you know, because Rise of the Resistance, everything else that was opening up. Uh, we wanted to make sure we knew enough about it to put this other trip together for this large group, you know, because it's, you've really got to coordinate and, you know, be conscious of the of the little ones and their schedules, whether it's eating or tantrums or whatever goes on with kids these days. <laughs> well, <laughs> af afternoon breaks uh, to spend either nap or time at the pool. Yeah. Well, this was really fun talking to you guys and sort of reliving your Disney Cruise Line wedding and, and hearing your love story. So thank you guys so much for being on the show. We've really enjoyed talking to you. It, it's, it, you know, it's really hard when those of us who love Disney so much and love the cruise line so much, we can't right now be at the parks or be yeah. on the cruise line. And so this is our sort of way of reliving all that Disney magic by by talking to folks like, like you. Oh, so. for us too. Thank you so much yeah. for inviting us. This has been really fun. And I, I almost felt like we did get a little bit of a Disney trip yeah. mentally today. So <laughs> this was really fun. Thank you both. Definitely. Thank you, uh, Brian and Samantha. I, I, don't, I, I could not have imagined being on anyone's podcast. And I, 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 I appreciate the opportunity. This is really fun. Well, I really 
really hope you enjoyed hearing Debbie and Doug's story this week. It was just so much fun talking to them about their Disney wedding adventure and engagement at Disneyland, a wedding on Disney Cruise Line, and their honeymoon at Walt Disney World. It's just, it's such a magical experience. So, so glad we could have them on to share that. I hope folks out there may be considering a Disney Cruise Line wedding, got some good information out of this. And if you end up having a wedding on Disney Cruise Line or a vow renewal on Disney Cruise Line, let us know. We'd love to have you on to hear about the experience. With that, I did want to um, talk about the Turkey Lurkey 5K one last time, this time to discuss the results. We had a lot of folks out there participating, a lot of great photos posted online. It was really great to see. All told, we raised $1,500 for Autism on the Seas, and I'll be making that donation to them later this week and getting it matched by my employer. And so that is a total of $3,000 going to Autism on the Seas. So what a fabulous result. Thank you for everyone who participated. And for those of you who tagged us and used the hashtag on social media, we did do a drawing. We threw names into an online internet random wheel spin. Spun the wheel this morning and the winner is G.A. Hotung who reached out to us or tagged us on Instagram. So I will be reaching out to G.A. Hotung to let them know that they won a fabulous prize package from the DCL duo, including a signed copy of the 55ers from David Koenig, a fun 2020 Castaway Key Challenge pin, uh, and some other little goodies from the DCL duo. So congratulations to G.A. Hotung. With that, thanks for listening this week. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast so you can keep getting great content from the DCL Duo each week. Please do also leave us those five-star reviews over at Apple Podcasts. And written reviews are great. We haven't had one to read on the air in a little while, and I'd love to have a new one to put up. So please head over there if you're listening and leave us one of those reviews. If you'd like to send us a question or be a guest on the show, please email us at dclduo at gmail.com or reach out to us on social media at dclduo. You can also head over to the DCL Duo channel on YouTube for even more great content. The DCL Duo podcast and vlog are not affiliated with Disney Cruise Line, the Walt Disney Company, or the Walt Disney family of theme parks. The views expressed on the show are solely those of the individuals on the podcast and in no way reflect the views of the Walt Disney Company or Disney Cruise Line. If you have questions about a Disney cruise or a Walt Disney vacation, please contact Disney directly or your own travel agent. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time for another fabulous Disney adventure with the DCL Duo. Good night. Good night.